can tell when someone's in it for the right intentions, right? You can tell when someone's genuinely trying to get to know you or just genuinely trying to get you on board just for their sake. Um, and I think it's been, it's natural for me because I just, that is who I am. Like I do crave that connection and I want to build these connections. And so I'm out there doing that, right? I'm reaching out to people and having these conversations. And there's been so much feedback that I've gotten where it's like, you really are doing this to like support other women. And I'm like, I am, yeah, I'm here and I love it. And it's just, I think that's why it's so important to, like I said, be loudly passionate because when it's something that you're so passionate about, that is gonna shine through no matter what. So I think authenticity really and passion go hand in hand. If you're someone who has always wanted to get consistent clients in their online service-based business without the pressure to post on social media, I made this podcast specifically for you. I'm Leslie Stevens, and I'm so excited to welcome you to the Not an Influencer show, where we chat about other organic marketing strategies that you can use to bring clients into your business quickly and easily, and the tangible tips for you to move forward faster in your business, and the stories of the entrepreneurs who are doing the same every single day. You do not have to be an influencer to be an impact maker and a successful online business owner. You are not going to want to miss this conversation because we are getting to talk to Crystal about something that we haven't talked about on the podcast yet, but it's essential to building your business and building a successful business. So Crystal, tell us a little bit about you and what you do. Absolutely. And first and foremost, thank you so much, Leslie, for having me here today. I'm so excited to be chatting with you. Um, so I am the founder of Book of Bijou, which is a line of jewelry storage designed to look like a coffee table book. And we launched in 2021. And really shortly after, I branched out into our Empowered by Women platform, which is what we're really going to be speaking about today. And that's because I knew that I wanted to create a community around me. Everyone knows that entrepreneurship can be lonely, right? And I, back in the day, had this amazing support system of such driven women around me and I wanted to recreate that. So Empowered by Women became this platform where I could foster those really genuine connections. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people when it comes to social media, it's just about the numbers, like how many followers do I have? But at the end of the day, like how much does that really fulfill you, right? For me, it's about the connections, not about the numbers. It's about like, great, these people are following me, but how can I get to know them on a deeper level? So with Empowered by Women, we've been able to expand our vision of women empowerment and community over competition and giving back to the community in so many different ways. We host um, markets like vendor fairs for all of our small business owners. Earlier this year, we launched our small business directory. Um, we also have a podcast and a YouTube channel where we can really shine the light on all of our business owners and all of these incredible women and their stories. And there's just, there's so much more to come, but I am so grateful for all of the relationships that I've already had the honor to build in, in just a few short years. Yeah, that's incredible. And we forget so often in this world of like social media and social media marketing and entrepreneurship, we think we need to go about it by ourselves. We think, oh, we need to figure out how to build this business and be successful on our own and 
not worry about anybody else and shout our message out and hopefully the right people to come to us. But being in business is really about helping other people. And in order to help other people, you need to be able to connect with them. And it's by fostering that community, allowing people to have that space to create those connections. That's where the magic really happens. And a lot of the time when you think about, okay, we need to get visible in our business. We think, okay, let me make a post. Let me make sure I post every single day and then people will see me and they'll want to work with me. But it's so much deeper than that. And you've created this community where you're bringing visibility in so many different ways, like your markets and your podcast and you're able to get them seen by more of their ideal clients without that post and pray. So yes, you can use social media, but it's all about building that connection. And that's what people really, really want now. And I think that's one of the things that being in the pandemic and being isolated and not having that connection on a daily basis, it's shown how much people really crave that connection. And as a business owner, when you make those connections, you can find so much more success. So was it because of the groups you had been a part of before that you knew this could be the path of creating success for not only you, but other people? Or was it another spark that kind of added to your desire to create the space? Yeah, so I don't even really think that it was something that I was like, wow, this could be really successful. It was something like you said, like, I just knew that I craved it for myself. And Mm -hmm. if I'm craving it for myself, there has to be so many other women that are also craving it there, right? And I think, you know, the thing that most people get stuck in is they're, they're waiting for the opportunity to present themselves to them. Whereas for me, I'm very like, outcome driven, I'm very like solution driven. So like, I'm not going to wait for the community to come find me. If it's not there and I don't know where to start, like I'm going to create it. And I think, so one of the things that I preach like so loudly is to, to live loudly passionate mm-hmm. and community is something that I'm so passionate about. And I've been able to just be like really vulnerable about like why I'm doing what I'm doing. And that resonates with people. And that's how my community was really able to start building in such an authentic way. And I think kind of just sharing that and then seeing people that are like, I love what you're doing. I love what you're doing. Once I started getting that feedback, I'm like, wow, this really could turn into something like incredible. So that wasn't even like the forefront of my mind. It was just something that I knew filled my cup that I wanted to create for myself. And I figured, you know, other people might need this too. And we kind of just hit the ground running and it's been a very natural progression, which I think I love the most. Mm -hmm. I think when you start to fill those gaps and those voids that you have for yourself, again, you attract those people because you know you're not the only one going through those experiences. So were there any challenges for you either in the beginning or maybe now that you are kind of facing as you're trying to get your message out, as you're trying to grow and scale? The biggest challenge was, you know, establishing ourselves as like a reputable community right? Mm -hmm. Because everyone can say they're building a community, but a lot of times those communities are solely based on the numbers. Like we have a million members, blah, 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 but there's no real connection there or Mm -hmm. it doesn't get as deep as it could. And you don't really know the people that are next to you. Um, And then for us with vendor fairs, like these are vendors that have been doing this for years, right? 
and they're so used to all of these really established markets. So when we hosted our very first big event last last year's May, um, it was kind of nerve wracking for me because I was like, you know, it was the imposter syndrome that kicked in. Like, who am I to like have people want to pay me this much money to be a part of my market? Mm-hmm. And I think this is where like the authenticity and the vulnerability comes into play. So I put a lot of effort into marketing with that and social media. Again, it was it was just the starting point, right? I didn't just make a post and then hope and pray, like you said, hope and pray people would see it because we had a very small following at that time. Um, and I wasn't just like sending the post to people and again, hoping and praying they would look into a little bit more. I was actually looking for people's emails and then sending them like, this is my vision. This is why I'm doing what I'm doing. This is why I would love you to be a part of it. This is the community I'm hoping to create. And I think through that level of detail and allowing myself to be put out in that kind of vulnerable state, like this is all of me and this is why, like I would love for you to come join me. People really resonated with that, right? It's like people were getting to know me at the same time as they were getting to know what this community was all about, which was a very brand new community. Um, so that was, it was definitely a learning lesson to kind of like hear the feedback of, of where people were going for their markets and things like that. And then with this directory as well, kind of seeing like, what do people need Mm -hmm. from me? Because this directory, we've been doing it for about seven months now and it's been, it's been brand new for us. Well, it still feels brand new to me. So kind of like getting the, you know, the word out about that and really honing in on not just like put your name here on our directory, but this is our community and this is why it's so special. So I think being able to really hit that home and show people not just via social media, but in other ways that I'm presenting myself and other ways I'm putting myself out there in the world, like this is legit, like this means so much to me. And if you're a part of it, you mean so much to me and I would love, I would love for you to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about like building a community and really having that deep connection, like you mentioned before, you can join these communities that are part of just kind of the numbers and that's how they market themselves. We have this many members, all of those things, but there's no substance to it. Do you feel like your authenticity is what really drives that connection or are there more factors that you feel have really built it into that deeper community? The authenticity, 100%. I think that's like first and foremost because people see the real you. And you can tell when someone's in it for the right intentions, right? You can tell when someone's genuinely trying to get to know you or just genuinely trying to get you on board just for their sake. Um, And I think it's been, it's natural for me because I just, that is who I am. Like I do crave that connection and I want to build these connections. And so I'm out there doing that, right? I'm reaching out to people and having these conversations. And there's been so much feedback that I've gotten where it's like, you really are doing this to like support other women. And I'm like, I am. Yeah, I'm here and I love it. And it's just, I think that's why it's so important to, like I said, be loudly passionate because when it's something that you're so passionate about, that is gonna shine through no matter what. So I think authenticity really and passion go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. So if you are passionate about something and then you're willing to put it out there and allow people to see that and just show who your real self is, that's how you're gonna attract the right people, right? Mm -hmm. You're never gonna please everyone. 
as much as we would love to, but it's not about pleasing everyone. It's about finding the people that you're meant to be around that are meant to be around you. Yeah, that's, that's so well said. So for those people who are just starting their businesses or just starting to kind of put themselves out there to become established, I know it can be very nerve wracking getting visible and sharing that authentic side of ourselves. So is there anything specific that you did to kind of get over those fears, break through that imposter syndrome to, to just put yourself out there and continue to build this community? Um, I am very big on creating your op- your own opportunities. And I think, you know, one of my biggest struggles was getting over the perfectionist mindset, right? Because that was absolutely, absolutely me back in the day. <laughs> and I finally reached a point where I'm like, I know I'm never going to be perfect and I'm okay with that. I think that's the first step. You have to be okay with that. Um, And I've told just a handful of people this, but when it comes to podcasting, I don't always think I'm the greatest podcaster or the greatest interviewer, but I get so much great feedback. And even though like I feel nervous and sometimes I'm like, I don't like, am I doing good at this? I know that I want to get better at it. I know that I want it to be part of my repertoire. And I know that the more that I show up, the more I'll learn and the more Mm -hmm. I'll improve. Um, So one of my big big things is that like failure isn't even a real thing. Like just get rid of failure from your vocabulary. Everything is a learning opportunity. Mm -hmm. And only once you allow yourself to put yourself out there, like maybe you do want to host events, but you don't know if you're great at it, try it out and then learn from there. After that event, maybe you'll see, wow, I'm really good at this. Maybe you'll see, wow, I really hate putting on events. (laughs) But you'll never know until you try. So absolutely try, create your own opportunities, reach out to people, get people's advice. I know it's kind of scary, like reaching out and being like, hey, like I saw you do this. Like, can you share some insight? Because we're so afraid of that rejection. But again, you can't please everyone. Not everyone is going to be willing to hop on board with you. That's okay. They're not your person move on, just have grace with yourself, keep showing up and then know at the end of the day why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. And I love that you said just reach out and ask because you will be like pleasantly surprised by the amount of people who would be like, of course, because when I actually started putting myself out there and being vulnerable enough to know that I needed help or I needed suggestions, because honestly, we can always learn and grow throughout the entrepreneurial journey. You are always going to be learning and growing. That's part of the fun of it. But when you ask you will receive so much more and you can't get what you need unless you ask for it. And then you talked about just doing things. So often that perfectionism just throws up this wall in front of us and we try and plan out the perfect thing, make sure we have everything in order and we're not actually doing the reps. We're not putting ourselves out there and seeing if we actually liked it. I was terrified when I was a guest on my first few podcasts. I remember being like, I need to cancel. I can't do this. I am too nervous. And now it's one of my favorite things to do. But I would have never known that if I didn't try. And if I didn't try more than two or three times, it's the same exact thing, kind of putting in the work, taking the steps, not always being perfectly planned because you are learning. I think you learn so much more by doing than just consuming information and trying to learn how to do things perfectly from the very beginning. Is there any like specific event that you experienced that either was a huge win or 
not a loss, but a huge challenge for you that you learned a lot about like you and your business and the direction you wanted to go? It, it definitely all goes back to that first women's empowerment market we hosted last year in May. I think that was like, that was a huge turning point for me. And cause I, I got to actually interact with people in person. And that was the first time, right? Since launching Empowered by Women. Um, you know, when we first launched, we had done like joint giveaways with other people. We had done interviews for our podcast, but that was the first time I was surrounding myself with the energy in person and it was unmatched. And again, I got so much feedback and I, I received all of that energy. And that's when I was like, this is something, this is going to mm-hmm. turn into something big and it's going to turn into something beautiful. And I think from there, like now this year so it was supposed to be like an annual market we hosted our second one in may of this year and then again the energy off the charts and people were saying do this more often do this more often so now we're on i think our fifth one of the year um and then we have three three more events coming up and we've branched out into like our networking events we do this thing called dinner club and like you said people are craving this Um, Another event that I do kind of want to throw out there is one that I had in mind that was supposed to happen last year and it fell through. And it's really interesting to look back on because I think the reason why it didn't work out is because I ended up moving in this direction of potentially co-hosting it with someone. And the way that kind of morphed, it started to misalign with my values and what my vision was. And at the end of the day, it just didn't happen. And as like, trying not to curse, <laughs> as you can curse, like, <laughs> feeling as that was, um, I didn't let, I didn't, you know, like just like wallow in it, right? Like, wow, that sucks that that didn't happen. And like, maybe it's not meant to happen. I still have this vision in my head for it. And so I'm bringing it back this year. Well, I don't know if I can say I'm bringing it back since it never actually happened, but I'm bringing the vision back and I'm going back to what my original vision for it was. And I'm so excited that's going to happen in September. So that just goes back to like the learning opportunity, right? Some things don't happen your way. A lot of things are not going to happen your way. Some things just won't happen at all. Um, but that doesn't mean that it's not meant for you. That doesn't mean that like you're completely on the wrong path. That just means it's something to look at, reflect on, figure out where it might've went wrong, what you can change to make it feel more aligned or to make it feel like, okay, now this is right. Now this is something that I am willing to pursue a little bit. And this is the direction that I can take it. Yeah, definitely. And you've touched on a lot of events and even with your um, your directory, getting in the same area as other businesses, how is that a really smart strategy to help the visibility of your business? So I think this goes back to kind of what my very first strategy was, was to leverage the audience of other businesses, right? Especially mm-hmm. if you're starting from scratch. Like, it's very hard to just rely on, like, hashtags and the algorithm to build up your audience. So this is why I mentioned, like, we were doing joint giveaways and then I was doing the interviews. You really want to kind of, like, find all of those things that keep on giving, right? Mm -hmm. A post is just one thing that'll be there. 
But then when you do things like podcasts, the person that is interviewing you, they'll have their podcast on all these different platforms. Maybe they'll include it in their newsletters. Maybe Mm -hmm. they'll have it up on their website. With events, you're doing things in person. Maybe you haven't posted a bunch of things on your own social media, but all the vendors that are coming, all the attendees that are coming, they're posting all of these things on their social media. And that's like, depending on how many vendors you have, if you have 20 vendors and then 100, at least they have each 100 followers, that's a bunch of people that you're reaching, right? And by you just posting a single event. Um, so I've, I've relied on like UGC a lot, user-generated mm-hmm. content, right? I think that's so important um, to, to get really crafty with where you can show up. Yeah, definitely. That's something that I teach to everybody who comes through my program, especially because they're all starting their businesses or in the first one to three years. And a lot of the marketing strategies that are out there are teaching you how to build your audience. But that's kind of the slow way because you can only do so much and maybe you'll go viral, but it's a it's a maybe thing. You're up, <laughs> you're up to the will of that ever-changing algorithm, you know, but you know who your ideal client is. There are audiences with them already in it. You may be in the same event with somebody who has that community, somebody who might want to work with you. And it's about positioning yourself with those people and providing value for the people who are already there so that they then come into your community. And then you build your audience on the back end, but it gives you this opportunity to get in front of more people. And I think that's another thing that goes back to the beginning of our conversation is so much of the entrepreneurial space is kind of like go at it alone, but it's go that saying, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, you go together and you can go fast and far together when you come together in a community. And I think that's a very beautiful thing that is starting to really become more prevalent in the entrepreneurial space, which is, I think, extremely beneficial, not only for the business owners, but also for the consumers, because they can get that collective knowledge. So I love what you're doing. And I love how you're supporting people and building these communities. So where can people find you to connect with you and work with you? Um, absolutely. So starting with Instagram, um, at empowered by women, women is spelled W M N. And then we also have our directory and all the fun things at www. Is that all the W's? www.empoweredbywomen.com. Um, and then for our product line, if anyone was curious about what this jewelry storage is, www.bookofbijou.com. Bijou is French for jewelry. Um, and I did just want to add, just you know, to get rid of the social media thing completely, word of mouth is huge. And this, again, goes back to being very loudly passionate. Tell people that you're having conversations with just like what your visions are. And you'll be surprised how many connections you can make from that, right? Because people will be like, oh, I know someone that would be perfect for this, or I know someone that would love to work with you. And it's not even like you're asking for referrals. You're just putting it out there and people will just naturally connect you. Yeah. Word of mouth is so essential and it people want to work with other people who they've heard it from somebody who's in close proximity to them. And when you have a really good product or service, people are going to talk about it. So like focusing on what you're creating, make sure it's a, it's an authentic thing to you so that you want to share it. You want to scream it from the rooftops and tell everybody that you meet in the coffee shop or online. 
all of those things. So I'm so happy that you added that. And I'll have your links in all of the descriptions. So reach out to Crystal, become a part of her community, join the directory. It's incredible what she has created and I want everyone to be a part of it. So thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I loved chatting with you and I know this is the start of our relationship, so I'm excited for getting to know each other more in the future. Absolutely.